0: Welcome into Baltimore Sports Today, the daily podcast from the Baltimore Sports Report Network. This is episode 392 for Monday, May first, twenty seventeen. I can't believe it's May, Jabby Burns. Happy May.
1: May Day, May Day, May Day. May the force if that's coming up too, right? is the that's fourth That's right. May Thursday.
0: May the fourth be All right. with you.
1: I'll be hanging out with June. Um, yeah, I'm, um, first of all, I'm super excited. We know we're, we're uh, actually doing this on a Thursday, so far, about the background noises. You hear the hockey sticks and all the other ancillary things going on at the Casa de Burns. Um, after a, just a fantastic W by the Birds, uh, best, I think, W of the year by Farzak, um, especially after what has transpired this weekend. Bucks just amazing, just going out there and giving it to that umpire who was, I think, just a little bit over his head today. Uh, But in general, the Orioles take care of business, and um, after what a weekend we've seen in out of our sports teams, Zach, it's pretty nice to have that taste, at least in our mouth, this Sunday.
0: Yeah, Sunday was a a nice win for the Orioles. I I told you in the uh, pregame that it probably would have been the second worst uh, loss of the season for the Orioles had they uh, ended up losing that game. The Yankees coming back and scoring two in the bottom of the ninth, uh, Darren O'Day really struggling there to, uh, to get that, that last out. And then, uh, and then Donnie Hart coming in and, um, you know, kind of picking up the pieces after that, it was, it was a tough, tough game. And, and they ultimately ended up rallying and I, I love seeing, uh, bucks, you know, fire. I love seeing Bucky get ejected anytime, but I was like particularly behind him, uh, in this instance, Especially with the whole Balk thing, and then oh my goodness, if, if Buck had stuck around for the whole lights issue oh too my God. that happened, how he, funny he is that? Just he he definitely would have gotten ejected if he were still around for that, because that was just the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in my life. Where uh, I mean Gary Thorne like very innocently commenting on the fact that the Orioles in the top of the inning are uh, are batting, and uh, it's kind of dark when they're batting right now. Yeah. And, uh that's that's uh You don't need lights
1: against Chapman one oh five, right? Who needs Yeah, that?
0: that's kinda interesting that uh that you know, it's it's real dark. And then literally between innings, uh the grounds crew in New York turns the lights on and we're all like, Uh, are you serious? Really? That's gonna happen right now? And I guess their answer was, Well, we'll just turn the lights off while the Yankees bat too which I I guess is the fair answer. I don't know, it was a very bizarre game. Uh, But ultimately, the Orioles ended up... Nice to see them not get swept. It's their first uh, series loss of of the year, Jab. Uh, Last hand, too. Nice to see them grab uh, at least one of the three before they face the Red Sox.
1: Well, two things. Uh, Yeah, they were 9-0-1 going into this series, and I I completely jinxed it on Friday when we did the pod telling you that stat, so I'll never do that again, so I apologize. Friday night, if you want to get in the DeLorean with me, let's not, okay, because that was awful, and uh, my heart still hurts because of that. Then I got to watch the Caps play on Saturday, so everything kind of got restored, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So Sunday, you know, you're looking for some positives. You see uh, our, uh, just a shout-out to the Roland Park Rangers, 12-2, slaughter rule in the fifth inning, shout-out to them. Um, so we had that and then coming home to see this game, Zach and four 2 going to the ninth interesting moves by Brock coming in in the eighth idea. He was going to pitch two innings. No, then he brings in Oday in the ninth. That's an interesting move there. All the people that think that don't worry about it. We don't need Zach Britton. Well, you know, I guess guys, we do need Zach Britton because it makes yeah. all those other guys better in the roles that they're supposed to be in. Brock has the stuff to be a closer. Just, it's just a different man mentality when you get out on the mound there. The buck thing is this, this is where I'm going to go with the buck thing. I'll just, gonna let everybody know buck schulitzer enjoys being the new york yankees more than any team <laughs> out there all right there's all kinds of reasons why you can look them up why but trust yeah. me he's not a big fan of that organization nor is he a big fan of the other manager in the other dugout for many reasons but that all being said i think he took out some frustrations i think it was a bach overall honestly it probably was a bach but who cares that umpire was a little bit over his head he's the only guy calling it as, but if you saw Buck say not, nah, he didn't call it. He didn't call it. He didn't call it. You know, referring to the other umpires in right. the play itself. The lights thing is perfect. Yankee just, it just screams. Just we're just the Yankees, so we can do whatever we want. No, well, sorry, we're gonna pick something up like that when you don't have the lights on in a stadium that was, I don't know, Zach, one billion dollars. I think you can pay for <laughs> some lights. So, and I don't think it would have helped. Them get, uh, I think Chapman's just so dirty that it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like at 105, sure. lights, yeah. no lights, either way. But it just kind of gave the f- more to the game, more to the drama, and to be able to come up with the hits that they did against the first baseman slash pitcher who came back in, oh him, which gosh. I think is a pretty smart Such move, a too. Weird game. So great. So, anyways, get the W, head on to Boston. They got a late game tonight um, as we're recording yes, uh, against Sunday, the Cubs. So, hopefully, yeah. that game will go 100. It could go late because Eduardo is on the bump. So, he, you know, walks everybody. But um, overall, Zach, I thought it was a great win. Big galvanizing win that you needed. Really kind of gave me the – kind of gives me, makes me go back to think about the game when uh, Davis came in and, and that galvanizing <laughs> win. And hopefully yeah. it translates into what happened in 2012.
0: Yeah, I, I hope so. And, man, you look at the times of these games. So Sunday's game was four hours and 37 minutes, obviously, an 11-inning game. Uh, extra inning just kind of dragging on and on. Uh, Saturday's game was just over three hours, three hours and 12 minutes. And then, of course, the comeback in game one by the Yankees, that extra inning win for them in in 10 innings, toughest loss the Orioles have had in in quite some time. That was three hours and 41 minutes. So it is kind of nice. You you are kind of rooting for... Uh, the Red Sox and Cubs to just drag on and on and on because you know that the Orioles have got to be hurting after uh, I mean probably their their toughest series of the year so far and a lot of questions you know where we passed the 20 game mark uh, this weekend I think the Orioles will play 23 games now uh, and I wrote about where they stand at the at the 20 game mark and um you know we we're we we're texting with our pal Patrick Guthrie, who we we're hoping to get on the uh the pod at least one day this week, just about you know whether the Yankees are for real and and what do you kind of take away from what you saw from new york uh the, over these last three games i mean to me i I had kind of chalked up the Yankees uh, at the beginning of the season as a, as a team that finished strong last year, but, uh, but still had a number of questions, and, a, and I thought that they were possibly a bit you know, overrating themselves a little bit. And, and after these three games, I mean, they've got some legitimate pieces and, and might actually you know, be the, the team that, that has the best record in the American League right now.
1: I, uh, I went back, Zach, and listened to a pod that we did. It, I was listening to Friday's show, and it kind of reverted back to a pod we did um, after we played the Yankees in Baltimore a couple weeks ago. And I heard my dumb self. First of all, I'm awful. I hate <laughs> listening to myself. It's awful. But I was, and I was listening to me talk about how the Yankees, I'm not worried about them them. We saw what they are. They are who they are. They're Matt holidays. They're three hitter. You know, I mean, I was just going on and on how the Yankees are just so terrible. And then this weekend you come back and you, and you see some pieces that they have. And um, that kid Castro, he's swinging a bat like a mug right now. He's swinging out of his shoes um, and that bullpen's dirty. I mean, if you get back to the back end of that, you're kind of in trouble. So maybe I kind of overvalue or undervalue them at this point. I still think that overall over 162, sixty two, they're still a team that both you and I think they are. But they're, they're, they could be scary based on what they have, you know, in their system, what some of these young players are doing and coming up. And like I said, Sanchez isn't even playing at this point, and they're still getting contributions, um, you know, in yeah. that lineup. So I will give them some credit. They're much better than I agree with you than I anticipated, but it's yeah, still that starting pitching's bad, and their middle relief is really due to that.
0: Yeah, it, it is. It is. Now, as far as what we take away from the Orioles here, any, any concerns about the Orioles? I mean, they're... You know, when I wrote about the Orioles at the twenty-game mark, the thing that I was pointing out was, well, their offense hasn't really gotten going, but believe it or not, their starting pitching has uh, has kind of held them together. They were uh, yeah,
1: we you know, jinxed them, didn't we? We this weekend? totally. <laughs> I,
0: uh, what were we thinking? Uh, suddenly, it was it was exposed. Uh, I'm officially worried about Kevin Gossman at this point. I I, I know that Buck had some a uh, little more oh, positive yeah. things to say about him after the game on Saturday. But I still don't think he's commanding the fastball the way in which we, we saw him command the fastball. Um, I, I really have concerns about him. And then when I look in the minor leagues and see that uh, Chris Tillman's topping out at 88, 89 miles per hour, I, I, I have those same feelings in my stomach that uh, I seem to always have about the Orioles starting pitch.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. And Abaldo did what Abaldo does. He's again yeah. back to the almost the pink slip, but they have really nowhere else to turn because they're bringing guys up on the Norfolk Express every other day. By the way, shout out to Logan Verrett tonight, who I was screaming at in the
0: yeah made oh, a was really out. boneheaded oh play, but man, he was the hero. And he was Sunday. the hero
1: in this game. Put him in the goat. That, I was trying to tell my wife, uh, Miss Burns, like what his last 24 hours was because he probably yeah. got a call late Saturday. You know, Even that game went late, so you, you have to go and give him a call. He's got to jump on whatever he can to get all right up the uh, 95 to New York, sleep, whatever long he gets in. Then all of a sudden, he's in the game at the end. Of, so props to him, Logan. I thought that was great for him. Um, yeah, the pitching's terrible, Zach. It really is. And Bundy, hopefully, is going to be the one guy you can look to every time. Miley was okay. He got himself out of a bunch of jams on Sunday. Um, I'll, still, I'll take had, I'll
0: take, Wade I'll take that though. Listen, Sunday. if
1: Wade Miley's our number two at this point, that's the way I would rank the guys right now. Yeah. I have Bundy and Miley, and then whatever else comes to you know to the forefront. So, yeah, obviously that scares me a little bit, the inconsistency of the offense at certain times, but that's who they are. So I can't be mad about what I know they already are. Right? Yeah. I mean, know what they are. They're going to go through stretches. You're going to get base hits. Trumbo's come back a little bit, but you can't have those losses on Friday happen more than once a season and you're not going to get the wins that you get on Sunday very much if not you know usually that game's going to the home team especially with their pitching was lined up so you know what let's call that a push and coming out of this series it looks like we're tied with the Yankees again going into Camden North
0: I, I love it. And look, uh, April's over and the Orioles wrapped a month with, uh, 15 wins and eight losses. So I, you know, overall, uh, I'm, am, am less worried about how they did it and, uh, and more, you know, excited about the fact that, uh, that they've got 15 wins and eight losses. Well, so.
1: You know, what's also great, Zach, is you and I, because we're nerds and because these things mean more to us than most people, because we just, we, I mean, you actually have a real life. I mean, I, you know, that whole thing, but we'll look back on this game. See, I look, Back on these kind of games and go. Okay, I know it was April, but remember that game in April when you know the Orioles could have just basically you know packed it in. And those are the kind of things where you look back as a team and you say that's a team galvanizing type win. I know it's kind yeah, of it's it sounds like an old man term, but no, those are the huge. games that you look back. I guarantee Adams in that dugout talking to those guys saying yeah. this is a big win for us. You did this for the skip, you know. You always want to get one for the skip, especially when he's out there, you know, battling it as much as he can without playing. You know what I mean? That was him yeah. more about the team almost. That was one of those where I knew when he walked out there he was gonna get run because he yeah. had that look on his face where all right this umpire just is not ready and i've got some things and he got <laughs> his money's worth and he did bu- he did and if you think buck's not dipping still you want to take a look at some of those <laughs> gifts that are gonna be coming out because there was stuff flying out
0: all over the place oh, that was great that it was, was so awesome so great. big
1: big win fun to watch with the family and um hopefully they continue it up in camden north here uh for the next three days
0: can i give kudos to uh jj hardy who uh who kind of saved this game on a on a uh, castro grounder to the shortstop in which he had to charge and throw Romine out at home while running towards the soft hit uh, ball to shortstop in the bottom of the 10th inning that was awesome that game could have been over right there Uh, and then Verrett gets judged to strike out swinging in the bottom of the 10th Um, really really exciting second and third outs of those innings and uh, and like you said I think a lot of this goes back to these guys seeing Buck. Buck knew he was going to get rung, and uh, you know was hoping that. So much of these decisions, especially when it's it's uh, you know, the master tactician Buck Showalter making them, um, are are made. To fire up these guys. I don't think Buck really has any problem with the fact that Darren O'Day balked. Yeah, sure, Darren O'Day balked. But there's a lot of frustrating things going on over the last couple of days. And maybe him going out there and, and you know, screaming at a uh, at a young umpire fired these guys up and they ultimately ended up winning. So uh I, I loved what came after all of that.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. I, I mean, you know how I feel about Buck. You know that you, you feel the same way. But that was a win for your manager. No matter who the manager is, you're happy to pick him up. It's called picking somebody up in baseball terms. And that was them picking them up, picking their guys up, picking up uh, O'Day, picking up some of those guys in the bullpen that struggled all weekend, picking up your pitchers and um, I agree with you. The play the place not only J.J. Hardy. Let's talk about Williamson, Castillo, Beef, but a fantastic play to hold on to that ball as oh well. Gosh,
0: you know, awesome. Being able
1: to hold it, yep. hold the ball, make the play. That's a tough play. Just It was just a grinding win. A lot of ways for the Orioles could have just found a way to put their heads down, lose that game. But let's also remember, Donnie Hart did give up the two-run single, but let's remember he also had to face Chris Carter with the potential winning run at third base and did yep. a good job to be able to get out of that as well. So all the things... That you can have that we would be distraught about if in a loss. It's just an, it's just a W, but it's a bigger W because of what happened over the weekend. Symbolically, I think that's what I'm thinking about more than the actual W itself.
0: A lot of positives from uh, from them taking one out of three against the Yankees. That's
1: <laughs> exactly. What we're going with. <laughs> Anytime you can talk about that, that that yeah. is good. We aren't even going to talk about the Caps. That's what I, I was going to say. I we have no, to be no, positive I'm not, I'm not. because
0: the other team that we're rooting for that's playing right now has given me oh nothing to be positive about. Absolutely it's the nothing.
1: The way they played. They completely punted in the second period. Holpe was just – I mean, listen, the short side goal to me is just – it's unexcusable at this point. But still, the way they, they came out with their heart on fire, I thought they played a great, great game on Thursday. They just lost. A better team won that night. That was just a complete meltdown. And from what I heard, you know, reading some of the blogs and stuff, Barry Trotz kept the guys in with almost an hour, not letting him even go talk to the media yeah. because they were having some real, real heart-to-heart soul stuff. Yep. And I told you this on Friday. I said, I don't believe in – Home ice as much. I just tell you this: Pittsburgh's faster. Pittsburgh takes advantage of the situations that are given to them. And I love Ovi to death, but Crosby's just a better player. Ugh. Sucks to say, he just is. Overall, he just he's always in the mix. He came up with big plays all the time, and uh, he hasn't been the difference in this series. I actually think flory has been the difference in the series so Fleury far. Has been the difference but it's the also series. the Caps. Uh, he has. He's been great, but still, they got to find a way. You're the one that, that, with the best record. You're the one with all the different accolades. And by the way, Shattenkirk, you can find your way right off this team, in my oh opinion. Oh my gosh,
0: painful. Well, it continues tonight in the Pittsburgh. The Orioles won. The Orioles won. Remember and the Orioles won? <laughs> they did. Right. It continues tonight in Pittsburgh. Game three caps down two zero. Uh, so we'll see if that heart to heart has has anything <laughs> we'll plays see. any impact. Uh, Orioles open up a series against the Red Sox. Looks like Dylan Bundy is their starter for tonight. I should say we yep. uh, we always go by MLB.com um, for their previews when we're doing our our previews, and we we got burned the last time we did that. I know there's we did some I remember questions that. about who's starting when. Uh, the Orioles had talked a little bit earlier in the week about maybe pushing Bundy back a day, but it looks like Bundy, as of when we're recording right now, Jab, uh, is going to be on the mound. He's 3-1 to be. He's ERA, be. <laughs> 23 strikeouts. He's going to face off against Rick Porcello again, according to MLB.com, uh, yep. who's 1-3 with a 4.75 ERA. So, Did these guys on the Red have Sox. some beef?
1: Yeah, did we have any beef with these guys last time we played? Yeah, it's
0: far? amazing. You don't, you didn't get much time to forget that. we <laughs> like a week later and we're, we're yeah. back
1: on this. I saw Dustin Pedroia playing too over the weekend. I guess he's back and okay.
0: I thought he was done for the rest of his career based on that whole nope, thing. No,
1: that was uh, Adam Eaton. That was a terrible injury. Oh, oh. that was
0: well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Ren,
1: Ren I'm glad... had nine RBIs on Sunday.
0: How insane was that? Jeez. Jesus. <laughs> Um, I'm just glad some runs. that the guy that uh, has turned the best double play over the last 11 I'm years. I'm so happy he's back. he's back. He's yeah.
1: back. Yeah. And the BST bombers I think took care of business this week. Worked out to make oh, some food yeah? baby. Oh, I'm, yeah. glad you, I'm
0: glad to hear that. So no, we do uh, have Adam
1: Eaton on our squad.
0: So what uh what, any kind of predictions about, you know, how Bad Blood's going to play out in this whole thing? Any any gut feeling on on if we're going to see uh, no. The Orioles retaliate against the retaliation or what? They don't
1: – well, with Bundy on the Hill, I don't anticipate anything. Just, It just doesn't seem something yeah. in his character. After this yeah. weekend series, the Orioles don't need somebody to get out early because they're going to have benches probably be worn before the thing. They'll be one of those. Where as soon as somebody throws inside, both will get – they're not a position to be going deep into a bullpen no. and coming into <laughs> – no, no, they're not. So – that ain't happening. I think it's over. I think both the players are fine with it. I think both the uh, the team should be fine with it. There's some retribution down the line, still, maybe not this series, maybe not tomorrow or tonight, but I think somewhere down the line that'll be there because of the situation, the way it played out. But no, I, I don't anticipate any fireworks unless it comes from the Red Sox side. To be honest with you.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I don't. The Orioles are just wood. not in a
1: position to do it. Yeah, there's just, we're no, just They're not, a not in a position right, position right to
0: now. we And and I don't think I, I I think the Orioles see this as over right now anyway i think i think the orioles see this as let's go into boston and and win a series and worry less about the stupid stuff behind the scenes um that's more important they can't afford to have guys thrown out of games they can't afford to uh have a starter take an early exit they need to go in they need to get the bats going get a good start out of bundy and win a series in boston
1: Well, I know what uh, our boy Patrick Guthrie and his boys up there at the network want. I know what they want because those games I think are going to be televised
0: and watched very closely this week. (laughs) I'm sure they will. Um, This is is what happens. Let's just take two or three. You play a team 19 times, and you know, yeah, a couple days later you got to face them after a whole little brouhaha. So,
1: oh man, this is wacky. All right, well, good. I'm excited. I think that was a very good, big, big, big W for the birds on a Sunday, Um, and you know, May we're into May now, and like you said, we talk about series, we talk about not losing pennants. Um, the Orioles did not lose the pennant in um, April. That was given to the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, and they put themselves in position in first place after the first month of your first month in the season. That's all you can ask for from a team that Pocota has about to 82
0: wins. <laughs> yeah, and the Orioles, the Orioles projected wins jumped up three, uh, three wins after their first 20 games. It might have gone up even uh, higher now. But last I checked, uh, it had jumped up to 85 wins on Fangraph, so good for them. Good month. Uh, I like I like seeing them kind of get it done, even when you know they they have to find uh, different sort of ways to get it done. But uh, but a solid month from the Birds. Love to see the Bats get going this month. Pick up the uh, the starters that we know are probably going to regress back to the mean. Uh, but nothing nothing but encouraged uh, based on what we've seen from the first month of the season. So keep it going in May. I'm with you, brother. I'm all in. All right, Jabby Burns. Well, uh, looking forward to uh, kicking off another week. Looking forward to uh, another rivalry division series for us to break down this week on BST against the Red Sox. And hopefully sitting down tomorrow morning and talking about the Caps uh, picking up a win and, and making this series 2-1. Hopefully.
1: if not, Just don't get swept. Just don't get swept. <laughs> I mean that's what I'm looking for now at this point, Zach. Just don't be
0: Can I can I bring up what you texted me the other night on Saturday? Absolutely, please. Jab Jab texted me the series is over, right? I'm to the and and I uh, regret to say that I said yes. I I do think it's over, but
1: not because of the loss. I told you the way that it went down, the way, down, that the way, way down. they played. Yeah. yeah, they they punted. I've never seen a hockey team punt like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everybody from coaching down, that was just despicable. And I hope that locker room was beaten apart the way that they got beat down.
0: Yeah, it was, it was
1: a frustrating loss. But guess what? The Orioles won on Sunday. Remember Zach? <laughs>
0: the Orioles won on Sunday. It's a new week. All right, Jabby Burns. Good talking to you, my. Hey, friend. by the way,
1: they, there's got to be some gifts or some things called the, the Orioles turn the lights out at New York. And there's got to <laughs> be some of those bits coming around because a uh, nice try, New York turn the lights out. <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously, that was great. All right, man. Have a great Monday. You too, pal. For jab, I'm Zach. Thanks for listening to Baltimore Sports today. You two have a great Monday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.